Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There has been an awakening. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. Have you felt it? The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to episode 665 to the Riley and Kimmy Show. Right next to me is a person who really tries, tries very hard to keep me out of trouble. Kimmy, I got one name. Kimmy. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi, I am Patrick Riley. I am the villain of the story. That's right. I am the villain of this story in every single episode. Thank you for checking us out. Thank you for uh, discovering, possibly, the Riley and Kimmy Show. Maybe this is your very first time to uh, the Riley and Kimmy Show. What we're about is pop culture escapism. We talk about the world of nerd, geek, freak all the time. Matter of fact, you could do an episode once in a while, once a month, once a week. We do them every single day. A brand new episode in the world of nerdum. Every single day. That's what the Riley and Kimmy show is all about. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Archived episodes are available for your listening pleasure or torture, and they are available where, Kimmy? At RileyandKimmy.com. That's right, RileyandKimmy.com. You can also find the links for social media where you can friend, follow, like us, and if you friend, follow, like us, we will do the same right back with you, if you allow that, of course. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. We're sort of like a vampire, sort of like Dracula. You know, you have to invite us through the threshold, Right. Yes. Uh, yes, please. Please do. And by the way, uh, the next few episodes are going to be quite special because we're getting around uh, a certain, uh, well, time, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. That's right. Kimmy's hanging out in the big uh, pumpkin patch waiting for the great pumpkin real soon. Yeah. Matter of fact, just hours away as we get ready to upload this episode, which, by the way, is a throwback Thursday episode as we get really close to Halloween. Now, the Riley and Kimmy show will be haunting a certain place in Orlando, Florida, and that is, I believe it is the largest, is it not, the largest horror convention in America? Well, I think it's one of the best rated ones. Well, let's just say it is one of the largest. Well, you know, let's okay. just, yeah, why not? If it's not, it, it is now in our mind, okay? Uh-huh. And I, is this your favorite convention of all, I mean, all the type of nerd conventions there are, is this probably your favorite or really close to it? It's, yeah, I, I. I think maybe. Now, I know Megacon is your, your other favorite, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but this, you know, and who knows what's in store with Megacon around the corner. Brand new Megacon, basically. Megacon fan days just, um, well, let's see here, less than a month away. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this, uh, you, you got this one and you, you might even have a double treat. In less than a month, you'll have another convention. Right. Wow. Check it out. Anyhow, Kimmy's favorite, one of her favorites is Spooky Empire, and I have been to Spooky Empire many times with her, and also the uh, Mayhems, which are, you know, every six months it's Mayhem or Spooky in October, and I have never had a bad experience at a Spooky Empire. That is correct. And have plenty of friends who hang out there, and matter of fact, one of the nice things about, uh, and I'm not saying this doesn't happen at other conventions, but it seems to happen more so at this one, uh, we always meet new people, very interesting uh, individuals, freaks that become friends, right? Mm-hmm. And we look forward to meeting you, if you're a freak, at Spooky Empire. Now, one of the easiest ways to uh, you know, meet up, hook up, get together, 
uh, maybe even in a weird way, mashup, considering one of us will be in costume and you could be in something yourself, uh, is by following us on social media because we will be actively posting where we are haunting at Spooky. Mm-hmm. So you can say, hey, I want to I want to meet the freaks and we'd love to meet you. And by the way, I will be recording episodes uh, for the Riley and Kimmy show at Spooky Empire. So, you know, you can come up and talk horror with us. You can talk freak stuff with us. Geek, it's all welcomed. Or if you're just plain old shy and just want to talk and not be part of an episode, that is welcome too, right, Kimmy? That's right. All right. And so be on the lookout for us. And if you if you are, or maybe not yourself, maybe one of your friends is in the Orlando area, be sure to uh, to uh, check out our website, RileyandKimmy.com, for more information and those links to the social media pages. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Now, Kimmy, just around the corner is a special number. We are one episode away from a magical number. I don't get the big deal here, but... For some reason, some people have a big hang-up or a big issue about the next number of our upcoming episode. Would you like to reveal what the next episode of the Riley and Kimmy show is, its number? Six, six, six. Okay, now I just don't get that. That's just, you know, three numbers, you know, that's that one number three times. But whatever, there's some weird thing going on there with some people because they kind of freak out by that. Don't mm-hmm. understand it. Don't get it. Anyhow, we have a very special episode for what number is that again, Kimmy? 666. Now, if you'd like to find out what episode 666 is, you'll have to check out episode 666 of the Riley and Kimmy Show coming up next. going to be available on Friday. Suspense. Yeah, that's right. On Friday, we'll be uploading episode what number again, Kimmy? Six, six, six. Yes, I have no, uh, you know, I have no idea why people are kind of freaking out about that. Six, six, six. Do you have any idea? I don't know. I, I don't know either. It's kind of strange, I think. Anyhow, six, sixty-six will be a special episode. Be sure to check it out. Be sure to tell your friends about that right here on the Riley and Kimmy show so uh, bookmark RileyandKimmy.com or friend us follow us on social media we'll have a link right to the episode when it is available but what we're doing right now Kimmy is we're going to go back in time because it is a throwback Thursday we're going back to the golden age radio and we're going to revolve around the world of horror radio was Of course, is the Riley and Kimmy Show. If you check us out from time to time, we go down to the world of old-time radio. OTRs is called for the hobbyist or golden age of radio, which I prefer because that is when the theater of the mind was practiced, performed, and we have a very good example of the world of horror and radio. They did go together. Some people think, well, you know, radio had comedies. Yeah, it did. It also had science fiction like Buck Rogers and things like that, Flash Gordon. Also, uh, you know, comic book-related things like Dick Tracy, Archie and even Superman, but it also had horror. And I think one that is a great example and a good theater of the mind because it has all the ear candy you you can imagine, and that is one that starred Peter Lorre, and it was called Mystery in the Air. That's right, the master of horror did a radio program that I think is completely forgotten, unfortunately. Now, it aired in the 1940s, the late 1940s, that is, and really from the mid-1940s to the late 1940s it aired, Originally started out as a crime drama and kind of a, you know, mystery crime thing. And then all of a sudden it shifted to horror. They brought in Peter Ho- Peter Laurie for the, uh, the the horror host, if you will. And he acts in every single episode. And he plays, and I'm not kidding, that's what they build as the psycho in every single episode. Or the demented one in every single episode. The 
very evil individual in every single episode. He really got into the role. He didn't just read a script. He didn't just read lines, which sometimes, you know, some Hollywood performers did do old time radio, sometimes to supplement income, sometimes to just get more exposure, sometimes because a career was waning or sometimes just to get it launched. But he really treated this as a performance. It was acted in front of a live audience. And he would get so involved in this role, whatever one he would portray, that, well, uh, he would sweat a lot. Matter of fact, they said he lost like 10 pounds of weight per episode at times. Hmm. I cannot imagine that, but they claimed that he did. And to the fact he got so involved in it, he would throw the script in the air and just keep acting. He was that in tune. So this will be a pleasure. Now, Kimmy, what we're going to do on this uh, Throwback Thursday, episode 665, is a classic old-time radio episode with mystery in the air. Now, the, the subject is The Lodger. Now, that was a book from 1913 revolving around Jack the Ripper that's been made into at least five different movies. I long time ago, before you moved to Florida, I played that one, one of the versions for you from the 1940s of The Lodger. It is a favorite story of mine. And this is an excellent rendition of it. I think it holds its own against the film, films, I should say. The Silent by Alfred Hitchcock is fantastic. And so are the other, some of the other versions as well. Even though Jack Palance's version is quite uh, interesting. But this one may be the best, and that's because of Peter Lorre. Going back in time to August 14th, 1947. Here's a story about Jack the Ripper. The story is called The Lodger. Here's Peter Lorre. From Mystery in the Air on the Riley and Kimmy Show. All right, men. I guess that's all. Put him on the stretcher and take him to the morgue. Oh, must I stay, Inspector? For a while, Mrs. Bunting. Oh, dear. I... I need all the details for my report. Oh, that such a thing could have happened here. Here in my own house. <laughs> Each week at this hour, Peter Lorre brings us the excitement of the great stories of the strange and unusual, of dark and compelling masterpieces culled from the four corners of world literature. Tonight, The Lodger, by Mrs. Bella Lowndes. Peter Lorre is The Lodger, and Alan Bunting is played by Miss Agnes Moorhead. Mystery in the Air, brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. Mrs. Bunting, you said you were looking for a lodger? Uh, yes, yes, Inspector, we had to. But I never dreamed such a thing could happen here to us. Why, it was only last Tuesday night my husband and I were sitting before our fire reading the newspaper about the latest murder. It was the fifth by, by the Avenger. Yes, yes, I remember saying distinctly, Robert... But this Avenger person, you know, he could be the fellow standing next to you, or maybe the man you bump into. It's a T. 
terrible thought. Yes, but it appears to me that the Avenger's too quick for the police. And look here. Look here, it says this girl he got last night was like all the others. Pretty blonde, and she'd just come from a music hall. Exactly like all the rest of his victims. Oh, what a pity. Ellen, have you stopped to think who fits that description perfectly? Our own Daisy. Oh, sure, what a pretty thought, Bunting. It's a good thing she's with her aunt instead of here. London isn't a safe place for any girl now. Just the same, I can't help thinking how fine it would be to have her here with well, us. Well, there's no sense even talking about it. We just can't afford it. I know that, Ellen, but I hope we could manage it some way. How? Haven't I scrimped myself half crazy trying to keep us going? I know, Ellen. Well, don't you go worrying about it. I think we can... Now, who do you suppose that could be? Could it be someone looking for a room? Oh, I wish it were. Then you could have your daisy back. Well, I went to the front door. And when I opened it, there stood a man wearing a black cape and hat. He carried with a single piece of luggage. Good evening, sir. I saw your sign. It says you have a room to rent. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Please, uh, won't you come in? Thank you. Uh, could I, uh, could I take your cape, sir? No, uh, I'm looking for a quiet room. But it should be very quiet. Oh, we have that, sir. Just that. Mm. Above all, our house is quiet. Okay. Your bag, sir. May I take it? No, just show me the room, please. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. It's right up these stairs, sir. This way. You see, sir, there's just my husband and me here, and we're ever so quiet. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you'll find this room to your liking. Well, here we are. Mm -hmm. Yes, I... I think I like this room. Yes, it is pleasant, isn't it? Ah, there's not many rooms with such pretty pictures, now is there? I don't know. Pretty pictures interest me very little. What I like about this room is... Uh, the simplicity. I like the bareness. Yes, I, I think I'll take it. What is your name? Mrs. Bunting, sir. All right, Mrs. Bunting, I, I'll take the room. Oh, yes, sir. And please uh, let me help you with your luggage. No, don't uh, you touch it. Oh, but I, I only wished it to... I know, I know. You only wished to help, Mrs. Bunting. It's, uh, it's just, uh, forgive me, it's, it's just that I... I'm weary. I'm, I'm very tired. Uh, see, I do a lot of studying. Oh, yes. Yes, of course, sir. Of course. Well, anyway, you can see how few things I need. It's, it's just what, what's in this bag. But this, this here is my favorite book. Hmm? It's the Bible. Good book, Mrs. Bunting, isn't it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed it is, sir. Yes, it says, uh, he brings them to their desired haven. Hmm? Beautiful words, huh? And now at last I found my haven of rest. Now, Mrs. Bunting, uh, if I pay you 30 shillings a week for this room, that's satisfactory? Sir? Oh, oh, my yes, sir, yes, sir. That's, that'll be quite all right. My name is Sleuth. Mr. Sleuth? Yes, Sleuth. S-L-E-U-T-H. <laughs> Think of a hound, Mrs. Bunting, and you'll never forget my name. And here... Here are your 30 shillings. Oh, oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, would you be wishing anything now? Supper, tea, or... Mm, no, nothing. Uh, 
Good night, Miss Bunting. Uh, yes, yes, good night, sir. Please stop that, you hear? Oh, oh, sir, I... What did I do? You were humming, that's music. Oh, but I... I music always... is an instrument of sin. Oh, ye yes, sir. And you did tell me, Mrs. Bunting, that your house would be absolutely quiet. Oh, but it is, sir. I, I didn't mean any harm. Believe I me, sir. I... I believe you. I, I'm sorry I spoke sharply. I, I know you. You're trying to be considerate and kind. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank oh, uh, you. By the way, Mrs. Bunting, I, I think I would like some bread and some tea. Oh, certainly, certainly, sir. I'll have it in an instant. <laughs> <laughs> so he took the room, eh, Ellen? Yes. He, he took the room at, at 30 shillings a week. Yes, in advance. Oh, hurry now, Bunting. Is the water for the tea hot yet? Yes, what a stroke. Put the bread and the butter on the tray. I'll pour the water. You know, Ellen, it's wonderful. Yes, it is. Do you realise what this means? We can have Daisy back with yes, us I now. Yes, I know, I know. Hurry with it now, hurry. Why, why, we can have her back with now, us tomorrow. Now, the water and the tea, and I guess... Yes, it's all ready. Open the door, Bunting. I'll take it up to him right away. There you go, old girl. First thing in the morning, I'm going to fetch Daisy and bring her home. Oh, it's a wonderful night, Ellen. Wonderful. Oh, oh, I mustn't do that. And she has cast down many wounded from her. Yes, many strong men have been slain by her. Come in. And to know how the wickedness of folly... Oh, oh why, why, Mr. Sleuth, you, you... Yes? What is it? Those pictures, hmm? those pretty girls, you've turned all their faces yes, to the wall. Yes, I've turned them to the wall because they are wicked and sinful. Oh, but, sir, I... Don't you I... agree, Mrs. Bunting, that everything wicked and sinful should be purged from the earth? Huh? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, I do. I'm happy to hear that, Mrs. Bunting. Now, if you'll excuse me, I... I have to leave. Oh, but, sir, here's your tray. I have... Good night, Mrs. Bunting. You know, for a moment, I was stiff with fear. I set the tray down. He hadn't so much as noticed the light supper I'd prepared for him and rushed to the winter to watch. He came out of our cottage and moved off down the street, his black cape swirling about him. Finally, he was lost in the fog, and I don't know why, but I stared after him for a long, long while. Well, I did the dishes and got ready for bed. I lay there thinking, and it was almost dawn before I had convinced myself that at most he was a trifle odd. And after all, paying 30 shillings, maybe... Maybe he had a right to his strange way. It was daylight when I was suddenly awakened by the newsboys shouting in the street. Horrible murder! Read all about murder it! Murder at King's Cross last night! Avenger strikes again! Slowly Expect I realized what the newsboys were shouting. Horrible murder! Avenger drops six victims! Oh no! Avenger 
inspector takes notes of the terrifying event, Alan Bunting continues the story. And now, Mrs. Bunting, what did you do the morning you learned the Avenger had murdered his sixth victim? Well, I was a little frightened to meet our lodger, yet I kept my thoughts to myself. After all, you know, there still wasn't much to go on. Robert had gone to make Daisy, so Mr. Sleuth ate breakfast alone. I watched him through the crack in the door. Finally, I went in with more tea. Hmm? Uh, uh, tea? Uh, no. No, thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Bunting. I, I don't care for any more tea, thanks. Uh, you're very kind. But I have to go on with my work now, if you'll excuse me. My fear really changed to pity then. Oh, he seemed so helpless and tired. And he was so considerate. This man couldn't be a murderer. It was all a coincidence. Besides, we just couldn't afford to lose that 30 shillings a week. Well, around 10 in the morning, he left the cottage. And I decided to go upstairs and have a look about his room. I had to find out what he carried in his one piece of luggage. It wasn't a bag. It was more like a case. Yes. Yes, a case. A case for a knife. I rushed upstairs, my heart beating wildly at the thought I'd had of the case. No. No, there wasn't anything in his closet. I went over to the chest of drawers against the wall. Nothing in the top one. In the next one, there was just some socks and some underclothes. The next one was empty. There was only one other place for the small, narrow case. The bottom drawer. And it was locked. I pulled and pulled at it. And then suddenly I heard the front door open downstairs. In a panic, I rushed out of the room and down the hall. Oh, you're upstairs, Ellen. Oh, oh Ellen. Daisy's here. Oh, thank heaven. Oh, Mother, it's oh. so good to see you. It's so good to be home. Oh. Why, whatever's the matter? Yes, you're quite white, Ellen. Oh, I... It's... it's uh, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. It's just that I wasn't expecting you so soon. Well, it's good to be back. The country's <laughs> all right, but there's nothing like London now, is there? Oh, no. No, no, there isn't. Well, as long as that Avenger's about, you're going to have something to do to keep this young lady indoors, London or no London. <laughs> oh, don't you worry. Mother will see to that. Oh, well, Daisy, I... I might as well get you settled. You see, Father, what did I tell you? She'll have a dust cloth in my hand oh. before I have my coat on. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sleuth. Why is my door open? We, we, we were just leaving, sir. Have you been in my room? Oh, oh, oh uh, not at all. Not at all, sir. From now on, Mrs. Bunting, I shall keep my room locked. Oh, uh, if... But you see, sir, I, I was just tidying up a bit, and, and Mr. Bunting, he brought our daughter home. Uh, 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 she just arrived. Uh, this, is, this is Daisy. Pleased to meet you, sir. Uh, she, she's been away for quite a while. That's why we're a bit excited, you might say. Yes. Uh, you were probably surprised to hear us laughing and carrying on. Yes, yes, I, I must say I was, I was. But, uh, but then uh, there are different kinds of joy, are there not, Daisy? Yes, yes, I'm sure there are. Yes, there is the despicable evil joy of the abandoned, and and then there is the divine happiness of the blessed. That's a great difference. You understand that, Daisy, don't you? Why, yes, sir. 
Yes, Mr. Sleuth. Good, dear. There are so few young women nowadays who do. Why, Mr. Sleuth, you mean a girl's not to enjoy life at all? Not to have any fun? Enjoyment and fun, my child, are a devil's breeding ground. All his implements are there. Pleasure and impropriety, the temptation of music, dancing. Oh, that's crazy. Why, there's nothing I like better than dancing. And I'm not... You like to she, dance? She didn't know what she was saying, Mr. Sleuth. She's just a child. Daisy, you know you've never been one for dancing. You've never learned how but to... But I did learn, Mother, while I was away. What's so wrong about it? What's the harm in dancing? It says she lies in wait as for a prey and increases the transgressors among men. I don't know what you mean. I've never heard such nonsense. Nonsense? You call it scripture nonsense? Daisy! Daisy, go into the front room. It's all right, Mrs. Bunting. It's all right. Uh, I'm used to that kind of talk. Good day. Daisy. Yes. Daisy, listen to me. What, Mother? I've, I've got to tell you about... About, about what? Oh, nothing. Nothing. I, I've got to go out for a while now. I'll be back. For a moment, I was about to tell her my awful suspicions, but I stopped. They were only suspicions. At the same time, I had a thought. I'd go to the coroner's inquest they were having for the Avengers' latest victim. I was hoping to hear something said that would clear my suspicions of the lodger. At least I'd give him this last chance. A lady was testifying as I took my seat. She'd seen the Avenger from her window, she said. And her description of him didn't tally with Mr. Sleuth at all. Oh, I can't tell you how relieved I was. Till it was pointed out she couldn't possibly have seen anyone that night from her window because of the fog. <laughs> then the next witness was a Mr. Cannot. I leaned forward anxiously as they swore him in and began asking questions. You say, Mr. Tennant, uh, you're positive that you saw this man? Positive, sir. It was only a few moments before the murder that I saw the Avenger. Uh, uh, describe him. Well, he wore a black cape, I believe, and was very gaunt-looking, and was carrying a small handbag. A handbag? Yes, a small, narrow handbag, such a one as might contain a knife. <gasps> Silence in the court. Uh, proceed, Mr. Cannon. Well, he had a low, hesitating voice. I'd say with something of a continental accent. An educated man, I'd judge, but quite mad. And what do you mean by that? Well, as he emerged from the fog, he was talking aloud to himself. Oh, believe me, sir, he was reciting scriptures from the Bible. Oh, oh no, it can't be. It can't be. Could there be any doubt about it now? Mr. Sleuth, our lodger, he was the murderer. I got out of the courtroom as quickly as I could. I didn't even notice it had started to rain. I hardly remember going home, running and walking somehow, while the nightmare of fear and terror grew bigger and bigger inside me. It was three streets from our cottage that I saw my husband, Robert, 
One thought hit me clearly. I realized Daisy must be home alone with the Avenger. Bunting! Bunting! Why, Ellen? Ellen, what is it? Bunting, where's Daisy? Where is she? Where's Daisy? Why, she's at home. Oh, listen, listen, Bunting, listen. Sleuth! Sleuth is the Avenger. What? What are you saying? Ah, larger. He's the Avenger. Daisy's alone with him right now. Hurry! Hurry! Now listen to me carefully, my child, and and rejoice with me in your heart, for, for the moment is at hand, and you're not afraid, Daisy, are you? No, I'm not afraid. You're very beautiful, and... And you should live in the ways of righteousness. You hear me, Daisy? You want to live in the ways of righteousness, don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. I know you do. I I know. And, and that is why I've been sent to purge your soul so that you will be elevated beyond all sin and evil. You like to dance, Daisy, don't you? Already six have gone on before you and they are beyond all sin and evil. You are the seventh to be elevated, my child, and my work is almost done for the seventh I've promised at this appointed hour. <gasps> be still, Daisy. Daisy. And, Daisy! and don't listen to the temptations of the crowd when they call out your name, because I am here to save you from all evil and wickedness that consumes you like a wildfire of scarlet and crimson. You like to dance, don't you? Yes, I do. Look at me, my child. Look at me and don't fear me. And, and do not tremble. Woo to them that call evil good and good evil and put darkness for light and light for darkness. And therefore I must bring you down like the lamb to slaughter. And now I lift my hand with a flaming sword. For now comes the vengeance and the time to rejoice. Stop it! Stop it, you Daisy, come here. Stop that knife, you please. Stop that knife. Oh, you're safe. You're safe. Take away your hands. Let go of me. Get away. Don't you know that such that are for death to death and such that are for a sword to the sword and no one, no one dare to have pity on them? He... He... His knife! His knife! Fell on the knife. Yes. And it's burning. It's burning in me like a fire. Oh, it it purges me and, and consumes me. All sin and evil are falling away. Praise, praise and glory. For it is I who is the seventh. Yes, the vengeance is fulfilled.
week, Mystery in the Air, starring Mr. Peter Lorre, brings you one of the world's great stories of the strange and unusual, The Horror by de Maupassant, with a special musical score composed and conducted by Paul Barron. Listen again next week at this same time when the makers of Camel Cigarettes present Mr. Peter Lorre in Mystery in the Air. Next week's play will be The Horla by de Maupassant. The artists supporting Mr. Lorre tonight were Agnes Moorhead as Ellen, Henry Morgan as the voice of mystery, Barbara Eiler as Daisy, Eric Snowden as Bunting, Raymond Lawrence as the inspector, Rolf Sedan as the witness, and Conrad Binion as the newsboy. And on behalf of Mr. Laurie and the entire cast, our sincere thanks to Agnes Moorhead for her great portrayal of Ellen Bunting. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.